episode eight of the Dining Room Table and we're coming to you from a new venue this afternoon close to Tawoon Bay Beach and also Blue Bay, a gorgeous part of the world. Speaking of gorgeous, Sharpie, you're just back from an overseas holiday. Tell us more. I am. Uh, we spent a week in Bali, uh, stayed in Legian at the Mandira. Great, great time with family and extended family. Uh, we're a little bit nervous heading over there just with some with young kids, but if you go prepared and with really, really low expectations, uh, you're going to come out all right. So, mate, yeah, we just had a fantastic time. It was a good opportunity for us to recharge batteries. Hey, Sharpie, good to see you. And there's also a special guest uh, joining us for the dining room table, a little cameo appearance from Rod Amos, auctioneer extraordinaire from the Our House podcast. Welcome, Rod, to the dining room table. It'd have nothing to do with me being here, the fact that we're about... 300 metres walk away from Tawoon Bay Beach. <laughs> and also one of the best cafes. Uh, Flower & Co is a stone's throw from here. Sharpie, let's get cracking. So episode eight, you want to step through first, just a recap on some of the episodes you did. So what's your property actually worth was the last one we did. That was episode seven. Understanding demographics was one of my favourites. That's episode six. So can you bring the listeners up to speed on some of the former episodes? Yeah, so basically the episodes prior to today were all around how you start out in your investment journey, okay? So we spoke about the dream team, getting finance approval, understanding the locations and, and doing your due diligence on, on areas, you know, demographics and then understanding true value and whatnot as well. So if you haven't had to listen to it, go back, listen to the early episodes and from, I guess, from today and, and something that I want to talk about today, which is very, I guess, you know, it's in the media, it's something that everyone's talking about is the increase in interest rates, meaning that if you already own an investment property and you're currently on a fixed interest rate, likely your repayments for your mortgage on your investment property are going to increase significantly. Now, provided you have a investment property that's doing well and going up in value, uh, we want to give you some tips and some tricks to soften that blow uh, when you do encounter those increasing interest rates and ultimately meaning, you know, your repayments are going to be much higher when they come off. I heard Bill Evans, the head of Westpac, he made some comments that have been in the news today that we could expect three more, which three more interest rate rises, which we've heard on the Our House podcast but he believes next year they'll start to come back down. What have you heard? Yeah, and I think that's exactly what will happen. I think there'll be a couple of more or maybe even three more increases just to really try and drill home the message to people to obviously to stop kind of spending to get a handle on inflation. And then I think once the dust settles, uh, it's likely that they'll start to come back down again just to improve consumer confidence in terms of you know borrowing and buying and whatnot. So yeah, and I guess it's just about riding the waves, the, the ups and downs. And whenever you're buying property, it's all about holding it for the long term and absorbing these sort of tough times or more difficult times, you know, so you're able to reap the rewards over the longer period. So what's your key advice to investors that are about to face this? Look, I think there are four things that you can look at, okay? And, and a couple of these four you can literally do today. So the first thing that you can do is you can speak to your property manager and find out when your current lease agreement is up. So if you're a landlord, I'd be in touch with your property manager. I'd be understanding exactly when that lease is due to expire. If it has expired, I'd be talking about ways and how we can increase rent immediately. But getting a, a feel and an understanding for and making sure that your tenants are paying fair market rent and up-to-date market rent for your investment property. Now, we've probably had 
generally speaking, we probably had around 20% to 25% rental increases across the board over the last 12 months. So if you own an investment property and the current tenants have been in there for longer than 12 months, there is every chance that you probably have at least a 20% increase uh, to bring that up to speed, meaning that's going to offset any additional payments through um, your interest rate increase. Obviously, if you're going to talk to your property manager, make sure you go into that conversation armed with with some information. So jump on realestate.com, jump on RP data and find out exactly what the comparables are renting for within your area. That way you can say, hey, Mr. Property Manager, hey, Mrs. Property Manager, I've noticed there are four properties within this suburb, all of them are four bed, two bath, two car, and they all seem to be advertised for rent $150 more than what my current rental property is. Is there some room there for us to increase? What are the current tenant situation? Do they have capacity to pay a little bit more or not? I've got a bit of a curveball question for you, Sharpie. And on the last episode of Our House, Jeff Tilden joined us and he said something that I found incredible that in his area, and he's got the biggest rent roll where we live on the Central Coast, he said that some rents are actually coming back by around about $50 per week. Mm. Now, what do you say to investors in that scenario? Because as an investor myself, we've never had that. Like it's always we get a phone call saying, do you mind if we put this up? So what if it starts to come back down? Yeah, so I think that's why I think it's important to get educated on realestate.com and domain first and then be in touch with your property manager. Because if they're starting to say, oh no, you're actually probably above market rent, then you need to think about, okay, what other ways can I create some money and really squeeze the lemon here to assist with these additional repayments that you're about to incur. Now, depending on your property, depending on the location, that, that could you know, there's every chance that, that could be true. But I'm going to generalize and say most areas are actually still going north, certainly the areas that we're buying in. Hey, Sharpie, the last episode of Our House, so episode 49, you, uh, after much probing and prodding from Rod Amos and myself, you actually divulged your favorite investment areas. They're not just yours. The research backs this up, but can you share it with the dining room table audience? Yeah, we spoke about three areas in particular, and I've got to say this changes all the time, okay? It doesn't just, it's not like this is my, these are my favorite areas and will be for the next decade or longer. Of course, fundamentally, they're going to perform very well over the next 10 years and beyond. But the three areas are Townsville, Toowoomba, and Middle Ring of Adelaide, so that Onkaparinga area. Right now, those areas are still highly sought after. We're still seeing increased capital growth. We're still seeing increase in rents. And what would surprise most people is over the last sort of 12 months, those areas have increased in value in the double digits. So I I know Townsville is probably sitting around 13 to 15%. Toowoomba is close to around 10%, if not a little bit more. And that middle ring in Adelaide is around 15% as well. So in a market, if you're listening to the mainstream media, that's going backwards and and has burst and all this sort of stuff. Uh, It's clear to understand that, you know, that's, the media is only really referring to, to one or two major markets in the country, which is Sydney and Melbourne. Yeah, Sharpie, episode four of the dining room table last August, August 2nd of 2022. You just got back from Townsville and you spoke at length about that market. Yeah, and still going really well. Very low supply of properties and, and still lots of demand there. And the thing that people don't realise is the increase in interest rates has minimal impact in these types of markets because the household income is still so strong. So uh, when you have properties valued of around five to 600000 and you have strong incomes coming in, you can see that you know there's still a lot of room there in terms of surplus funds to um, assist with 
paying additional mortgage repayments with the increase of uh, rates. Rod and I spent a long time on the radio with Margaret Lomaz and she was always talking about cash flow. What do they look like in some of your properties? Most of our properties will sit close to neutrally geared, so they typically won't cost you much to hold at all, depending on your strategy. So each individual strategy is tailored to them and their circumstances with their salary or income and also their age and and risk appetite. But generally speaking, yeah, I would say most properties service themselves and and, uh, pay for themselves. So it becomes a no-brainer. Rod? Look, that's the important point, isn't it? That you're looking at a demographic where, as you say, the cost of renting there is substantially less than a capital city and yet the income is not too far behind. One of the ones I've just been looking at a little bit again over the last few weeks is WA where the returns are great, anywhere between 7 and 10% on average, but the problem is there still doesn't appear to be capitalisation on the horizon there as yet. That could well change over the next 12 months, but the cities you're looking in, whether it's Toowoomba or Townsville, again, you have the surety, the fact there seems to be continued capitalisation coming back even though the rest of the market around Australia has slowed down. Yeah, and if we just jump on WA for a second, let's just talk Perth or, or close by. I think there's some good opportunity there. But I would say that you really just need to tread carefully when you're exploring those markets. Understand that they're heavily reliant on the mining industry. And also, if you do decide to buy there, be prepared to kind of ride the wave a little bit in terms of the market fluctuation. Uh, History shown us that they can have increases of 20% in one year and then also decreases in 20% the next. So really do your research and just be prepared for that. If you weren't buying in Perth as as an investor... It'd be a fantastic place to live. Absolutely love it over there. So gorgeous. So much to offer. Hey, what are your hopes and expectations for the dining room table in 2023? This is our first episode. Just continue to, to educate the guys that are listening and, and hopefully get more people into investing in property because it's not as big and bad as scary as what some people make out. Just on Toowoomba, I'm sure that you know Sharpie, but there's talk of the rail to Brisbane being much, much faster and... That's a game changer, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And what's interesting about that is I think the majority of the funding is going to be private, which is exciting. Look, I suppose it is one of those things, how to balance balance it out. We're, we're talking about balancing. I'm looking at this scenario now where we're having unexpectedly early interest rate rises. But there, as you say, there is light in the horizon within 12 months down the track. They're talking in a, by the end of 2024, the interest rates will be under what they'd previously been. But as you say, Matt, it is the strategy to write it out. But the other thing is too, if you're running through that period of time where it's going to be difficult, go back to your bank and just discuss whether maybe it's time to just start paying interest only. There's plenty of opportunities right now, particularly now that we know, well, we can be confident that it's not going to be a long-term trend of increasing interest rates. It's going to be six to 12 months of pain and then it'll start to drop again. No, agreed. Very, very good, Rod, and I appreciate your input, mate. It's great Uh, having you here. Yeah, how good is he? Uh, We might have to move a motion that he's here for every dining room table. Well done, Sharpie. This is your baby. I love being a part of the dining room table. Thanks for inviting us in. That is episode eight done and dusted. We'll catch you again soon on the dining room table. (laughs) 